Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild, wild to a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringer. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringer yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Adolfi! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Good afternoon, welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. Happy New Year, uh, and we enter 2024 with a point. Yeah. Um, we will look back at that. It feels like ages ago, that's where I was that New Year's Day game, but we'll look back at the Blackburn game. Um, some real positives to take out of that game. And we'll look ahead to the inevitable third round defeat, the annual FA Cup third round defeat, as it should uh, should be known for Rotherham United. Um, Are we at Fulham on Friday evening? Uh, Mick is back with us. How was North Wales, Mick? Everybody missed you. Cold, wet, windy, and uh, not very, not there for very long for that very reason. (laughs) Fair enough. Glad to have you back. Joy's back with us. How are you doing, Joy? Fine, thank you. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you. Good to have you back with us. Um, people in the comments, Sarah O'Dern, Cheryl says Happy New Year, Connor Simpson, Noel Jones with us, uh, Jamie's with us, as is Neil Liverstitch. Happy New Year to everybody, he says as well. Um, yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. It's good, good to be back. Um, we can only start with the Blackburn game. Um, New Year's Day, a point uh, around stretch, stretches. It now puts us on a three-game unbeaten run. Um, you can stretch to three games, can you? I don't think it's that counts just yet. Um, but we'll talk about that specifically in a moment. But a good point, mm. and could have been more. Probably should have been, arguably, uh, not necessarily on the balance of play, but on the chances created. Um, arguably, it should have been more. Yeah. Mm. Um, I came away slightly disappointed, if I'm honest, <laughs> which yeah. um, which is which is a bit strange. But um, I think. Overall, like I say, on the balance of the chances created, we deserved we deserved to get something out of the game, certainly. So, um, performance wise, for the most part, it was it was okay, weren't it? You know, there were there were periods where um, we, we let them dictate the game, but they didn't create masses realistically after the first not after the first twenty minutes or so, anyway. So, yeah, it's a good point. You've got to be pleased with that. You've got to be pleased with point on the road any time, really. Mm. Yeah, um, Neil Lewis is a Powermed UK and Kim Hayward's with us. Tom Smith says Happy New Year. He's in the room. Um, yeah, we start as well. Shelley, Shelley says he enjoy that defending is still suspect. Both goals were considered very sloppy. Start the first one, which you could lay the blame at a couple of people, but the easiest one to lay the blame at is sadly Dexter, who's got himself in a great position. He's got himself between the man and the ball, and he just sort of lets the man go past him. And it's so yeah, um, it just felt schoolboy, and 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 it and they were on top. It was really important to try and hold fat, hold stead, and and keep them at bay. And then it just almost let them in. It was really really poor bit of defending that from Dexter. And unfortunately, it's not the first yeah. one, is it? Recently, yeah. unfortunately, uh, for Dexter. I mean, and he's he's a kid though, isn't he? He's mm. still a teenager, isn't he? Or is yeah. He? Is he just yeah, you know. Um, 
I like we said, you know, both goals you could argue were, you know, well, they were sloppy defending. And and that's been basically the story of this season thus far, at least recently. A lot mm. of the goals that we've conceded have been partly down to our own making, haven't they? You know, you could argue that one on uh, Friday wasn't, but that was just bad luck. But uh, mm. um, it's it's... It's like you take two steps, uh, you know, one step forward and two steps back again, isn't it? You know, I think mm. the performances are coming. They're definitely improving. Mm. I feel like I've found my Rotherham United again. Mm. Uh, my Millers seem to be back in the house, as it were. If we could just shore up. The de- it's, it's, it's not so much the central defence now, is it? Because we seem no. to have fallen on a good pairing with Hacks and... Uh, Morrison, I mean, Morrison's mm. really come to the party in the last few games. Mm. Uh, I mean, mm. it is what it is with him. You know, he is, you know, he's of a certain age and he's not got that turn of pace, but he does read the game really, you know, well. And, he, you know, for the blocks he's put in recently and, and the position is, is quite good. But it's our, our, our full-backs. Though, mm. so, you know, Revan was obviously... Yeah, you know, he was the one that sent in that beaut of a cross. Oh yeah, for uh, Thomas to stoop and conquer, and um, yeah. So I think it's at, at full back where we're we're lacking, even mm. though it's centre back where we we we've not got the bodies, if it were. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's stick on Dexter for a minute because there are some rumours going around. Yeah. Um, that Dexter could be leaving us. And I'm trying to find a way to be kind about this, Mick, but it blows my mind that he's been linked to Norwich and Middlesbrough and Ipswich and other teams like this. I think, I've said it before on the podcast, I think Dexter's going to be a good player. He's got, mm. he's got everything he's, he's all there. But if I'm going for promotion, if I'm in second place in the league and I need to be better, Dexter Lambakis is not the right signing. If I'm going to play, I said, I don't even think he's the right sign, to be honest with you. He's got, I thought, I thought we would send him back and he'd probably end up at Barnsley or Peterborough, mm. something like, you know, League One and just get some proper games with you, but get some good form and then championship next season. How would you feel about Dexter potentially going to higher in the championship? That's, that's difficult, isn't it? I mean, it depends what support he's going to get. You, you know, he, he, he has sometimes or a lot of the time down to his own inexperience been left exposed a lot mm. things are toing up on both sides particularly at blackburn um and he's not been able to deal with it but he has been left exposed you know he's been left with two men at blackburn on saturday uh, on whatever day it was um on new year's day we'll settle with that shall we yeah. uh, he was he was left exposed regularly with with two men and, and no support so I guess it depends on the organisation of the team that he's going to go to, if he goes, should he go, um, you know, how how organised they are in that respect. But I agree with you, he's, he's, he's a young lad. He's a young lad and and he's been thrown in at the deep end this season. Um, I think the IUFC put on, put out on, yeah. uh, on Twitter, he's the, he's, him and Hugel are the only two players this season that have been available for every game. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's not played in every game, but pretty much, you know, uh, for a lad of that age and crucially that experience, I think it's it's been a, a baptism of fire for him. Um, mm. And he has made mistakes. He's going to make mistakes. He's bound to because of what I've just said there, age and experience. So whether he's whether he can cut it at the top end of the division Depends what people want him for, doesn't it? You know, if they want him from going for for his for his forward runs, then yeah, I can see that. But defensively, unfortunately, is is he's quite naive. Um, so we'll have to wait and see whether Wolves do recall him uh, and, and send him somewhere else. I mean, that happened with Brook Norton Cuffey, didn't it? Yeah. Um, mm. Last yeah. last time, or was it last year or, or this time year, yeah. whenever it was? Uh, and and he went on to to do all right. You know, it didn't go on or hasn't gone on to become the Premier League player that everybody, particularly at Arsenal, anticipated that he would be. Mm. Um, 
I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, for me, it probably better off staying here, or as you said, getting some experience lower down the leagues. Um, but if he stays with us, we've now got Kioso back, so he's got some competition for the places, and also somebody to learn from. You know, mm. we haven't got another right wing back at the club, um, which which makes the decision to send Kioso out in the summer even more baffling, uh, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what Wolves decide to do. I, I suspect they probably will recall him, um, but we'll see, won't we? Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't like the grief he gets on social media. You know, some of the, some of the comments are just ridiculous. You know, worst player that we've ever had, and all this nonsense. It's just, it's embarrassing, really. Uh, he's a quality footballer, but he's very, very young and very inexperienced. So let's wait and see what Wolves decide to do. I'd keep mm. it personally, if we can. Yeah, but with Kyoso, Joy, if Kyoso's coming in, that means Dexter's, assuming Kyoso stays with us, which is what we're assuming at the minute, then Dexter's, Dexter's mates are going to be lim- more limited than they were. He won't be, he was having to play every minute because of Kyoso going out. Um, happy with Kyoso coming back or just expected, <laughs> as, as it should have never gone in the first place? Uh, well, I, you know, I was expecting him to come back under the uh, situation we found ourselves in defence. Uh, like a lot of people at the time in the summer, it was a bit perplexing to see him going off to Peterborough. But we don't know what's happening behind the scenes, do we? You know, mm. we just don't know. Uh, but he's back now. Whether, he, you know, depends on who you read, listen or what have you. They want him at Peterborough. Mm. I suspect if uh, Ivan Tony moves to Arsenal, they might find themselves with a few bob in the back pocket and might come back in. Who knows? Um, uh, but we'll wait and see because, you know, it, it, there's a different gaffer now in Liam Richardson. You know, mm. he, he might be the, the one that persuades him that, you know, staying at Rotherham is where he needs to be and put his arm around him and, because he's still got quite a lot of the contract. Is it not till next year, isn't it? 18 months left, I think, yeah. Yeah. So he's mm. got quite a significant amount of time left to be with us if it, you know, if it pans out that way. We'll just mm. have to wait and see. But I mean, I never saw any issue when I saw Kyoso play. I mean, yeah. I think the last time I was saying play to any great effect was that game before the World Cup break at Luton. And he mm. had a really good game. Mm. I know that mm. was his old club, but... I never saw anything that warranted him being shipped out in the summer, to be honest, in no. terms of performance. And and like we've said, uh, uh, you know, unless they thought that Dexter was a, a, an improvement or there was something behind the scenes, I, it was just a perplexing uh, decision to let him go, I thought at the time. Still do. Mm. But he's back now. You see, yeah. Fans out. <laughs> Exactly. Obviously, it's that upset some Peterborough fans who don't understand how the loan market works. Um, <laughs> there you go. Don't we Dara needs Peterborough. <laughs> we do, yeah. Maybe Dara needs to get the guy at Barnsley who agreed them a cart deal to do the next loan deal they have from us, so we can't recall him. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, maybe maybe come on to that. Um, we'll talk about transfer that, stuff in a yeah. We'll talk about transfer in a minute, Mick. We'll skip forward from the, in the black in the Blackburn game to the second goal, our second mm. goal. Um, it was a first start for Tom Eaves, mm. and I haven't done the stats, but it, it may well be the first start since Blackburn last season, because he started at Blackburn last season. It's, it, he certainly said in his interview that he'd not started a game in 2023. Yeah. Um, talk to me about Tom Eaves, Mick, because it was a great header. Talk about his general performance, though. Was it... It came in for Hugel. Mm. There was, what are you, are you happy with? His, ignore, ignore the fact he scored a goal. Mm. Are you happy with how Tom Eaves performed? Yeah, pretty much. He's 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 like a he's like a, a Jordan Hugel, but with pace, isn't it? You know, he's 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 a lot quicker than Hugel. Um, he needs some sharpness. He needs some match sharpness. As that horrendous miss that he yeah. uh, had uh, that proves uh, how he missed that. I just I, I, he bent the laws of physics to. <laughs> <laughs> to to get that ball over the bar from where it went, from where he, where he uh, he made contact with it, but um, yeah, I, I, I have no issue with him starting. He's, he's done well. He's 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 put himself about. He's 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 held the ball up well. 
um, he's quicker at laying the ball off than, mm. than Jordan Hugel is. Um, uh, and if I've got criticism of Hugel, that is one of them. Uh, that he, when he does hold the but he holds it up really, really well. But then he misses three or four passes and runs into trouble often. Um, and then and sometimes we end up losing the ball. Whereas with uh, with with Eves, he was he's a lot quicker to to get that ball back into a you know the ball comes up to him and he, he gets it back into a kind of safe space if you like um, better than uh, than Hugel has been doing. So and and then with some match sharpness, he'll he'll he'll, uh, he'll do better. How good he is in terms of finishing when you if you compare the two is perhaps up for debate. You know, we, we've not we've not seen enough of Tom Eves to to be able to 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 make any sort of comment on that really. He's 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 had a bad time while he's been with us in terms of injury um and probably falling out of favour with um with a couple of managers perhaps uh, certainly the last one. So whereas whereas Liam Richardson obviously feels that he's got a part to play and he has got a part to play, there's no doubt. Mm. Um so I thought I thought his performance was decent, pretty decent. Um and, and I suppose if you if you factor into the fact factor into that that he's not played for twelve months, his mm. performance was very good on that basis. So yeah, we'll 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 have to wait and see whether he's whether he gets more game time and, and how he develops or how he not developed because he's not he's placed past the development stage, isn't he? But you know how he how he sort of grows into the team and how, how much sharper he gets in front of goal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sharpness is a key word, I think, Joy, because mm. strikers are a, are a unique breed of, of football, and they're almost different anybody else on the pitch. That strikers need to play because they need to have that touch of the ball, and they need to mm. find the back of them at this, that, and the other. And it's completely understandable that Eves is going to be. Uh, blunt and things like that, but he is finding the back two in three, two in three games, whatever it is, for the away performances. He's, he's he's he could solve a problem we didn't know we needed. We don't, we don't need another striker in the transfer window because we've got three now that are, that are contributing quite well. So he, he solves a, a little bit of a problem that may have cropped up this month. Hmm. I mean, I saw one uh, um, stat that said, isn't he scoring? Equivalent to one in every ninety minutes at the moment, or something. <laughs> there's, there's the minutes, six six games months. or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's for something like that, which yeah. is like ridiculous, isn't it? That's mm. quite, you know, that's a good return for your mm. uh, for your uh, starts, whether that's on sub or from the beginning. But it's like anything else. The more he plays, the the quicker his reactions are going to be. His twitch muscles are going to be firing. You know, he might not put them over the bar. You know, I mean, and that was a cracking header. You know, it wasn't mm. an easy one to score. Um, so, you know, and and it was Johnny on the spot when he scored that one into the roof of the net when we mm. lost the other week. So, it, it, it's not that he hasn't got that ability. He obviously, has. I mean, some you know, some teams have seen it and scored a hatful at Gillingham. I know at a lower level, um, mm. but. You know, he is a, he is a striker. That is his profession, and he must be chomping at the bit. Must yeah. be absolutely yeah. chomping at the bit to you know to be part of the team and and to show what he can do. Hmm. I, well, yeah, he seems he seems happy. And he, well, seems happy. We didn't see him before, but in the interviews he's done, he just seems like mm. he's got a spring in his step. The way he talks and everything, he's, he's he just seems a positive guy, and that's why we're all desperate for him to do quite well. And he's a Rotherham mm. player. We all want Rotherham players to do quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, the goal itself, Mick, you could pick out what's better, the cross by Revan or the header by by, by Eves, because that was a wonderful ball by Revan. I, it, as soon as it left his foot, that got goal written all over it, and yeah. it got crossed. You know, it was it was just, it was beautiful. The goalkeeper couldn't come for it. It was in between the two defenders. The defender who was marking Eves was never going to beat him to that ball, given Eves' size and de- determination to get to it. And it was a great finish. Um, it, the, the the TV cameras don't do it justice at all, you know. It, looking at looking at the replays on TV, it, 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 it look, there looks to be nothing to it at all. But the the cross is an absolute peach, and mm. the and the power and strength of ease to get to that ball ahead of the defender and, and then finish it was was excellent. It was a really really good goal uh, and reasonably well worked as well in the build up to it. You know, it wasn't just some sort of Long hopeful ball. It was. It was. It's quite a well worked goal. So, yeah, really positive. Really positive and great for him. Uh, and had he scored that goal earlier in the game, 
I think the other two chances that he he didn't put away, he probably would have done, mm. you know, because uh, it would have given him that sort of that 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 boost. Uh, it's just a shame it came as late as it did, but because uh, he missed a couple, he missed a header in the first half as well. I think it was that um, mm. really he should have at least got on target. So um, really good for him, really good for him, um, and great from from uh, from Seb Revan as well. That cross was beautiful, thing mm. of beauty, absolutely. Um, Nick says Eve seems to get into good areas though. If Hugel doesn't, he misses. If he misses, if he misses some, but getting the right areas, eventually the goals will come. Yeah, they will. Yeah, he does seem better in the box than Hugel. That's mobility, though, isn't it? I think Hugel's less yeah. mobile. Mm. And I think that's why Hugel uh, Eve does does him on that one. Andrew Lang says another Eve could have had a hat trick. There was some mischance under the bar. The goal header, the one that flashed wide. Great to see him looking, uh, scoring and, and and looking more confident. Yeah. Scott Kinsley did a brilliant job and he doesn't go to the floor with the slightest nudges like Hugel. He did get ragged around somewhat rotten. They didn't get a single foul, didn't he, to be fair? Yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, John Mel says, sounds like you could bitch for him. Uh, misses, misses absolute sitters, but then was called yeah. worldly ahead of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've not seen a lot of, of uh, Djokovic for for, for, uh, for Birmingham, but they seem, on the face of it, to be very similar sorts of players. Mm. You know, they will score your goals. They're not going to set the world on fire, mm. um, but they're important players. You know, Djokovic for for, for, for Birmingham, whilst he may not be a favourite, he has been a very very important player for them over the seasons. And 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 Tom Eves is, like I say. Very similar, so hopefully it can be important for us this season. Mm, absolutely. Um, moving back to the first goal, our first goal, Joy. Um, Sean Morrison, first league goal for Sean Morrison for the club. Um, we're starting to look really dangerous from set-piece. I don't know whether that's Blackburn not being very good or whether we've just sort of hit the mark or, or is it Klukas? Because it's probably Klukas, isn't it? Because his set-pieces seem wonderful so far, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I think since Klukas has come back for the last couple of games, it, it's quite it's made quite a significant difference mm. with that ability to deliver a pinpoint ball at pace. And mm. uh, you know, and it, it did, the delivery is quite different. Sometimes it does them hard and flat and fast. Sometimes the sort of air balls, as I call them, you know. Um, so. It must be a delight for those guys who are likely to get on the end of them, you know. I mean, mm. and it was a good edit from Morrison, wasn't mm. it? It wasn't straightforward, mm. you know. And and if we're getting in these positions, it all augurs well going forward, doesn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. We weren't getting these chances. I mean, to be honest, when we used to get corners or free kicks out wide, I used to think, it's a waste of time. Nothing's going to amount from this. But we seem to be getting... Uh, some, you know, some positives from them now moving forward, which is, is all good. And is this the new guy? You know, mm. is this Liam? Yeah. Uh, you, you just don't know what's happened behind the scenes because it just seems, yeah, I know we bottom and I know we bottom by a significant number of points, but it just, I feel a lot brighter. Mm. I feel mm. a heck of a lot brighter than I did, um, you know, six weeks ago. Significantly so. Yeah. Because the yeah. team seemed to be performing as a team and not by a, a group of strangers for a start. And mm. he's, he, and as mm. well as Klukas coming back, it's allowed for the other midfielders to be given a rest who mm. were looking a bit jaded because mm. we're having to rely on um, um, Lindsay, who'd only just come back from injury, and Oli, yeah. who with his game play, you know, is, is going to run himself ragged every match. So it, it gives us more opportunity. Plus with Cafu coming back as well. Mm. Again, I think it's going to take a, a you know a little bit more time for him to get back into it after injury. I mean, and he's I think the jury's still out on him. I mean at the beginning of the season when we were playing that passing game, he was, you know, class player. And he's another one that's got spot on delivery from set pieces mm. and, and that ability to shoot as well. So Let's see what happens with how uh, Richardson's going to use him in the coming matches. I think mm. um, tomorrow's going to be interesting to see who gets the game because he might put people who've sort of been more on the bench, uh, maybe Cafu, Klukas, maybe not, I don't know, because obviously you need a some sort of defensive role or a ratter in there as well with them. So it'll be interesting mm. whether he puts Lindsay or gives Rathbone a rest and puts Lindsay in or vice versa. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, Scott Kent with a very, very high bit of praise. Klukas' left foot is like Pringles was a wand. Mm. Yeah, 
But <laughs> Ben Pringle's left foot is the best left foot I've seen at the club. Um, so that's high praise. Um, Joy's right, though, Mick, because Klukas came in. We've rinsed Jamie Lindsay for everything he's worth since, worth since he's came back from an injury, which is yeah. not a clever thing to do. You shouldn't be no. doing that when he comes back from that kind of injury, but we've had to. Mm. And Klukas coming, not only is Klukas a brilliant player, it allowed mm. Jamie Lindsay to come out and it allowed Ollie to come off. I think Ollie came off a bit earlier to for Lindsay to come on. Yeah, It allows you to... Matt Hill used that word of offsetting the minutes. And that's what it is. You need to allow Lindsay to have those minutes off and allow Rafa yeah. to have those minutes off and Cafu to gradually get those minutes back in the pitch. Mm. But he's not just... A, he's not an 18-year-old kid that we're just going, please just hold down the thought. He's a quality operator that we're asking to do this as well. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it, it, it's a great player. I love him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. You can see why he's gone for so much money in his career, can't you? Yeah. It is quality. Um, and, and if we can get him ticking like he did on on uh, on New Year's Day against Blackburn, he, he kind of ran that midfield. It was it was uh, hugely influential in the way that we played, um, and, and at the centre of things. And he's a bit of a leader in there as well. So mm. be, because of his experience, um, so yeah. And when Cafu came on, I thought he he was very impressive as well. Uh, mm. He he looked like a man playing for his place. You know, he didn't look like that Cafu who got a bit Portuguese on us earlier in the season, you know, and, and kind of just disappeared and sulked a bit when he was playing out wide on left for obvious reasons. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, he, he is another... Those two in the centre of that midfield, with Tahi behind them, could be a hell of a midfield if they're yeah, both... They if all three of them are playing to, to their level. Uh, and I, I, Somebody's mentioned uh, Tahi in the comments... Mm. He is just, he is quality. He is absolute quality. You don't see a lot of the work that he does, uh, but he's, he's calm, cool, collected on the ball. He's composed. He's, he's, he, he gets himself stuck in. He can play a pass. He's, he's an excellent player. And you put those three together, plus A and other in that midfield, whether it be Rathbone, whether it be Lindsay, hopefully a Doffin. Um, you know, it, 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 brings, it brings you a solid and creative and hard-working midfield four. Uh, yeah. And, and you know, I'd look at, it'd be great to see them all, all play together. Um, and hopefully we'll, Liam Richardson will be working towards that. So, um, but yeah, his, his, his quality is his, his Klukas, no doubt about it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Shelley says, Cafu looked a man possessed, wanted, wanted every ball and looked like a point to prove. Yeah. Cafu's one of those players that if you... It, he needs work on him in terms of, I think, personality-wise. He needs somebody who can gaffer him, mm. and if you can gaffer him, he'll be just one of the best players in the league. He's got, he's got that, he's got that ability. Mm. It's just nobody, you know, people are close struggle to get out of him. Uh, so if Liam Limerick can do that, well, we are, we will be cooking on gas. Um, Sarah Ogre says all he, all he asks for is wear the shirt with pride. If we're not good enough, then fine. Correct. Completely agree. Let's go back a bit again, Joe, to where what's cost us the game, and that's the two goals that we've conceded. We talked about the Dexter. Next mistake. The second one's almost as frustrating because it was whatever 30 seconds into the second half. We'd got ourselves back in. We'd weathered the storm because they were brilliant for 25 minutes, Blackman. They were all over us. We'd weathered the storm, got back into the game, and in the 30 second second half, you two one down. And it was just such an easy it was it was Rotherham United from two, two, three months ago, that that second goal. And that's still in there. That's that the worry is that's still in there for us, isn't it? And we've we've got to kick that out. That was too easy for Blackburn. Uh, yeah, and this is what we were touched on early in the conversation. It, it's these sloppy defensive lapses. And mm. I've noticed we do that quite a lot, either at the beginning or the end of a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, begin, you know, end of the, it, They seem to be our red danger area moments at, at this point in time. I mean, mm. yes, we can argue that we've got a makeshift defence and have have had for virtually the whole season with chopping and changing of personnel. But, uh, you know, we've just got to cut out these daft mistakes and and, and it's it's in the mindset, I think. And hopefully mm. Liam Richardson does come across as somebody who would get the guys to, you know, work on that aspect of the game to be, you know in there all the time to be thinking, you know, you've not just wandered on and you've got to, you know, you're playing for 100 minutes now, not just for 40 minutes in the first half or 35 minutes Mm. in the second half. You've got to be turned on for the whole 
match so hopefully that sort of psychological aspect will be being worked on with the guys Uh, I I have seen improvement I mean I don't think the goals that we are letting in yes they are sloppy and we think oh you know we could maybe do better but given the personnel maybe we can't do better I I, I don't know Um, (laughs) I know that might sound counterintuitive but we've touched on Dexter being a young naive mm. guy uh you know Revan on the other side is not that much older not you know and his experience is that much greater um mm. and you know he's he's dropped a couple of ricks as well uh, as mm. Dexter has too and this is what I was saying earlier I think they are our key areas where we need to be looking to bolster the team is in the full back positions because mm. we, you know, we haven't got anybody else that I'm aware of that can step into those two roles. No, well, we've got our quantum bowler later on. We were going to talk about bowler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we'll be in a bit. Um, but back to positives, Mick. And we've got to talk about Sean Morrison. He got the goal, which was a mm. typical Sean Morrison goal, really. Um, but he's played basically every minute of this Christmas period, which is a which feels a bit like a Christmas miracle, to be honest with you. Because I never would have thought that would happen um, with him. He's got his issues. You know, he, he's turning circle the tanker and all these other things. But he's he is he has turned into that Richard Wood-type figure. That block in the first half where he just threw his head at the ball. Ridiculous, that's, yeah. That's what we want. For, that's, that's what you want as a captain. You'd follow him in that, that kind of guy anywhere, wouldn't you? And, I think, and we're finally starting to... It took time. And again, to create to Matt Taylor, Matt Taylor said we'd have to deal with some crap before we got the real Sean Morrison. Mm. And that's turned out to be absolutely right because he is exactly where we want him to be right now. Oh, God, yeah. He is. He's, he's, uh, he's a man mountain back there, isn't he? And, and I, I, I I said on the uh, the Watford game when he when he was substituted mm. that I felt that he, he, he his heart wasn't in it um, when, he, when he went off. And, and I kind of regret saying that now because I was very, very, very wrong quite mm. clearly, you know. Um, so whether that's an injury or what, or what it is, or just me being a bit stupid, which is not unheard of, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, but but yeah, his performances over the last few games have been fantastic. And you're right to, to liken him to Richard Woody is that type of footballer. You know, he's not gonna he's not gonna beat somebody for pace um, unless it's a, a Jordan Hugo uh, type striker. You know. Uh, but that's not his job, you know. He's got Hacks back there. He's got Revan back there. He's got Bramall back there to 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 give him that um, that sort of support. But what he will do is he'll win your balls in the air. He will lead, you know. He'll he'll put those those difficult blocks in. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's good to have him uh, have him here with his experience as well as coupled with everything I've just said there um, at this level. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, he can maintain his fitness for. For the rest of the season, uh, and when we start to get players back like uh, like Cam Humphreys, um, you know that defense will start to really, really look a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, getting Cam Humphreys back would have been would be just amazing. You know, because it it'll allow Revan to to slip further out wide, and and it would just shore up that defense massively, hugely. Mm-hmm. I, I know I keep banging on to it about it, but that those two injuries probably will cost us our season. You know, yeah. or, or certainly put us in the position, contributed massively to the position that we're in there. So if we could start to get to players like him back as well, it, it's going to help the likes of Morrison um, to, to sort of last the season out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Morrison says, Mick wrong. I'm sat in utter shock. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't, um, I don't know whether I like that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, Shell stores and Morrison was praising the medical staff for enabling to play so many minutes. Um, yeah, I think it's another example. It's, it's another of the Richard Wood thing, Joy, where you, if you see your captain playing through the pain or playing through games you don't expect to play, it, it just it should and it seems to have lifted everybody else's games a little bit because they're following that example. Uh, Lucas coming off, off injuries, Jamie Lindsay coming off injuries. This could, for me, I'm looking at from the outside, this might be wrong, but I would want to play a bit better for those guys that have put themselves to the pain barrier. And that's, mm-hmm. I suppose, that's what a leader does, and, and he is leading by example at the minute, Sean Morrison. Yeah, and and this is it. I mean, we have had a horrendous injury list, haven't mm-hmm. we? I mean, I can't personally remember one as bad as this. You know, when you only got four people on the bench and half yeah. of them are the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been horrendous. We shouldn't make that as an excuse, but that's the heart ripped out of a side, isn't it? Out of your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've missed Morrison. I mean, we've not only lost Cameron Fries, we lost Tyler Blackett, who was putting performances in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've not seen Sean, uh, Shane Ferguson, have we, at all no. this year? No. Andrea Green came in, mm-hmm. did a little bit of pirouette in, and disappeared with a bad ankle. Who else have we got out? You know, we've just ridiculous. Uh, Peltier in and out. Grant Hall. What's that about yeah. him pe- being paid off? Is that the new rumor as well about him being mutually paid off? To you know, nobody knows what's wrong with him. Um, no. So, uh, you know, we've we, we've not had a full team, have we? You know, no. and then we've had Cafu out. We've had Lindsay. Lindsay wasn't with us at the start of the season because he got injured pre-season. Klukas then had a spell on the sidelines. On Yudimma, he's been out since for the last month or so. <laughs> so we've still got half a team to come back. I know. So maybe yeah. that's the positive. Yeah. If they probably more than half. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else from the Blackburn game that we want to mention from the previous FA Cup? I'll have a bit of transfer chat because Nick loves that bit. Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it, haven't we? Um, yeah. Cool. Um, right, let's do let's do McCart stuff now and we'll tick that off and cover it. Um, Sarah Ogden says, what about the poor loan contract deal, Ari? McCart having spoke to the Barnsley fan today and he feels McCart is awful and wants them to come back. Fair enough. Um, this is a... If we hadn't had any injuries, Mick, this would be irrelevant, wouldn't it? Yeah. The fact that we've got loads of injuries, and do we do we want you? Would you if you if you had free reign and we had enough defenders, would you be recalling Jamie McCart right now? No, no, you wouldn't, would you? There would be no need to because we, we, if we've got a full complement of, of full squad uninjured, you wouldn't need to because we've got sufficient cover in there. So long as all four, five, six of them don't get injured at once, which is essentially what happened mm. um so it, hindsight's a wonderful thing into you know um and it, it, I, I don't know why that loan deal has been made the way it's been made but at the time that it was made you, i don't think anybody had given it a second glance you know it, but it's dead easy now with the injuries that we've got so it was stupid but it wasn't at the time but things change so, uh, had we got a full compliment? No, I wouldn't be recalling him. Would I recall him now? It depends on where we are with the injuries that we do have, mm. how close they are to getting back, how confident we are that the players that are still are fully fit can remain so, or are they carrying knocks, or are they carrying something that, that may cause a problem? Obviously, you can't predict injuries out of the blue like Cam Humphrey's got, but, um, you know, that... <laughs> I'm going to say they're 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 once in a season um, injuries, but then two weeks later the same thing happens to a different player. So they're, they're obviously not, but um, you know, it, no, I'm calling back if we if we had, had, had all our players. Given the situation we're in, it would have been better for us to be able to to recall him, but we can't, so we have to move on, don't we? Mm. Also, bear in mind, Joy, that it's the transfer window, so that allows us to bring other people in. I know if we'd have recalled Jamie, Jamie McCart and then signed three centre-halves, but he's played a game for us, well, then we're stuffed because we've got Jamie McCart who can only go back to Barnsley who might not want him back because they might have replaced him. 
and then we've got three more players in. So I, we probably should have just put a recall in. I'm not convinced it's as bad a decision as people are making out to be. What What do you reckon? I I, I think I agree with you, Matt. The thing is, Richardson's already said that he's in the market for a centre-back, isn't he? Whether mm. that's perm or loan. So he's obviously looking at that position because we are, we've are we got a dearth of centre-backs. Um, so McCart coming back is a bit of a moot point, really, then, isn't it, at the end of the day? Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, that's interesting, the comment about Barnsley say, uh, fans saying they wanted us to take him back. But yeah. at the end of the day, they make the decision for him to stay. Yeah. <laughs> so, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sarah um, says she wouldn't recall. Um, I'd reckon to agrees with us, but that's not the point. I see what you're saying, yeah. Um, but... Football, you have to go to gamble. If we hadn't put this clause in, you don't know that Barnsley would. Barnsley might have said, No, do you know what? We don't want this deal because you're going to take him back in January. And then we might, then he might have been here and probably got injured because he's from United. Mm. Um, John says, Yeah, with our looking defenders and injuries, he would get injured on the journey back to Rotherham. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Kyoso to do his hamstring for, and be done for the season, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, in the next few days. Um, so yeah. I don't think any of us would pick Jim McCart to start. Based on what we've seen, it may turn out to be a good defender, but based on what I've seen, I don't think we'd pick 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 him to play. Certainly over Hacks or Sean Morrison, for example. Or even Revan. Or even Revan's been brilliant. He's really Revan's improved. Playing that position and, and whilst he's not the tallest of blokes, it's not causing him a problem, is it? No, I agree. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's move on to Fulham before we do any anything else. Um, so FA Cup third round weekend... Like it's the ex- I tweeted out, it's the excitement. It's the weekend you get excited and then get your hopes dashed. The good thing this year is we can get them dashed before the weekend starts, technically, on Friday night, yeah. rather than it ruining me Saturday afternoon. <laughs> um, I've tried to look through the stats and try and find something to find a reason why we're going to win. I found a really... <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Everything I've found is really, really tenuous. But we're going with it. Um, so we haven't, beat... we haven't got past the third round in 21 years, 2002. 22 mm. years, sorry. 22 years is the last time we, we ventured past the third round. Um, that was the last time and only time we beat a Premier League team, which was Southampton at the time. When we beat Southampton, the season before, they finished 10th in the Premier League. Fulham finished 10th in the Premier League last season. <laughs> I, told, I told you it was tenuous. <laughs> um, does that. Uh, the last time Tom Eves played in an FA Cup game that involved Rotherham, he scored a hat-trick. And that was at New York Stadium for Hull. It was against Rotherham, obviously. Um, but still, uh, <laughs> I haven't got anything positive. Joy, give me something positive about the FA Cup. Any, any, Anything you can give us? <laughs> I can't. I haven't got anything for you, Matt. I've got no sucker whatsoever for you. I mean, and the thing is, that Southampton game, we were at home as well, weren't we? So... That's true, yeah. We're away, so um, and Fulham beat Arsenal last weekend, didn't they? So <laughs> we're going the opposite we, we direction. We play the here. same colours. You could, uh, you know, we play the same colours as Arsenal, don't we? So true. Perhaps that's a yeah. negative way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So going to my research, we've reached the we've reached the fourth round. Some symmetry, yeah? fourth round, four times in forty years. Um, it's got something about it, hasn't it? Um. The, we've reached the yeah that was uh, 2002 and 1992 were the last two times we've reached the fourth round um, first FA Cup meeting the last time we won at Craven Cottage was 1992 <laughs> um, we've won twice in 20 games at Craven Cottage uh, <laughs> anything positive Mick <laughs> what what has any of that got to do with tomorrow I'm just trying to find some some history that goes in our favour I really struggled I've really tried as well you can tell by that I've really tried to look for something. <laughs> And there's just yeah. nothing there. I, I mean, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a, a, to, to sort of cut you down, all, but you said we're a waste of time, isn't it? and you got no better to do. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah. Look, it's the FA Cup. It's the third round. We'll be out. That's how it is. That's the only history. Mm. That's the only history you need to know. It just that's what happens. It's what Rotherham United do. If ever we make it to third round, we go out. 
and sometimes we don't even make it there depending on what league we're in. So um, we're only there by default this year and last year, aren't we? So <laughs> okay, we do, the last thing we need is getting through to another flipping game. Realistically, you mm. know, it, it, it's it's like I don't know. Uh, for me, I, I don't care about it. Let's get some injured players or players who are coming back from injury some game time. The likes of Tom Eve, Tom Eves will need some more mm. game time. You know, maybe Lucas needs a little bit more now. He's now he's sort of back up and running. Um, give Victor a, a a rest because he's got that niggling little shoulder injury that's starting to worry me a little bit. Every time he's he's, he's sort of gone down two or three times in the last few games um, with that shoulder, so. Give him a give him a, a rest and and just get some get some game times in 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 some other players' legs. The chances of us getting anything out of this out of the game tomorrow night are somewhere between slim and not at all, aren't they? Let's be realistic, you know. Um, they're not a bad side for them at all. Mm. And, and as you pointed out, I think I don't know whether before we came on air or or during the course of this, they don't tend to make very many changes. Um, in, in the FA Cup, they tend to play a pretty much a full-strength side. So, look, if we get something, we get something. But let's not um, let's not hang our hats on anything or or start crying if we don't. That's my uh, that's my feeling on it. Yeah. It gives us something to watch on a Friday night because darts has gone. Well, you yeah. do, yeah, because unless you've got a VPN, you can't watch it. Ah. Right. All right, then it gives us not to on a Friday night, <laughs> um, and then watch when it comes out on iPlay on the on iFollow later on. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's through the Friday night. It's not. I don't think it's on iPlayer, and I think it's on everywhere else in the world. Just obviously not England because that's. Oh yeah, obviously yeah. Well, why would you put uh, it on in England when it's two English teams playing? I mean, go. <laughs> Yeah, well, you can't you can't buy an iFollow because it's FA Cup. It's not an iFollow game either, so you can't watch it on iFollow. You can listen to it right. if you. Yeah, don't don't get me don't. Let's not. <laughs> I don't care. I've had enough now. <laughs> um, Scott Kent's going the right direction. He says last time he was played at Craven Cottage, he scored. Thank you very much, Scott. That's that's a something. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I've seen that goal, and I think it was funny. That with the greatest that. respect to Tommy, he, 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 he kind of tripped rather than scored, didn't he? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, John asked about the third round. The replays are back in for the third and fourth round. So that you know what that pleased Mick even more if we got a draw. Um, yeah, I'll draw, but it's, it's a bit more a bit more money to um, to boost the transfer fund, isn't it? And we can get we can get draw with Man U or something and get a get a, a, a cup tie that's just just out of our reach, an exciting one that's just out of our reach. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Chris Taylor points out that Fulham do have the Carabao Cup semi-final next week against mm. Fulham on Wednesday, so they may well be looking ahead um, to that. Joey, how do you feel about the FA Cup? I love the FA Cup, and I've been dreaming for my entire life of a cup run. It's never happened. It probably will never happen. But I would love us to go on a bit of a cup run, even if it's just the fifth round or something like that. A couple of game win. I don't know. It just I just still love the FA Cup, and I just I shouldn't really because we're rubbish at it. I must admit, I do enjoy it because I watch it right from the beginning in the pre-qualifying games. Mm. With uh, I start with Deal Town, who are in okay. the ninth tier. So, I, you know, I think they went out first round anyway. So, <laughs> so, I didn't get very far with Deal either. So I'm a bit of a Jonah. You know, don't ask me to support you. Um, so, no, I mean, I don't mind the FA Cup. I, I quite like it. And I quite like the, you know, the the minnows aspect of it, the David mm. and Goliath mm. sort of stuff that goes on. I, I, I really enjoy that and always have done. You know, mm. and like, you know, we can all remember Ronnie Ratford scoring for Hereford in 1973. Well, me and Mick can anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I remember that, yeah. you know, it, it's those sort of stories that, you know, and it's nice to see the underdog... Uh, get through to, um, you know, an, a, a part of... Uh, and that's the only option, isn't it, in the FA Cup mm. or the Carabao Cup, that you have that opportunity to do so. And we, we're cracking both, aren't we, let's be honest. So, <laughs> you know, we just not... Uh, unless it's the Pizza Cup, then, you know, we've won that a couple of times. So we're not totally rubbish if we think that we've mm. got an opportunity. But I suppose we've got 
other fish to fry, haven't we, at this moment in time? It's not necessarily a priority for us going forward. Our priority is to get more points on the board and uh, hopefully uh, catch up at least one or two other teams who are ahead of us. So, you know, mm. I'll go into the day. I'll enjoy this weekend. I mean, while I've got watching this, I've got Everton Crystal Palace on mm. in the background. So, um, you know, I do like watching it. But th- that annoys me, though. It's Everton Crystal Palace. Why isn't it, you know? Newport against Eastleigh or something like that. I mean, yeah. that might be on another channel. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, they should be giving it yeah. to the lower league teams while they still got opportunity. We still end up seeing this flipping Premier League matches, don't we? Even well, you get Everton reserved against Palace thing. reserves. It's not even a competitive game. Nah. It's just reserved. Yeah, I agree. Completely with you. Um there are around 700 tickets sold for Friday night's game, which I think is pretty good, to be honest with you. Some, yeah, a few I people whinging and complaining. I don't think that's bad for £25 a ticket on a, on a 7.30 on a Friday night for a ground we've all, we've all been, most of us will have already been to. Um, so I think that's a pretty good effort. It's one of those, that if you if you move that 24 hours later or 3 o'clock on a Saturday, you probably almost double that. So then mm-hmm. I don't think it looks bad. It's just because it's a Friday night. So I, I do think, I still think that's a good number um, to be taken. So... There you go, everybody who doesn't think so. Let's do the referee watch. This is the first time we've done a referee watch that includes VAR. Um, Dean Whitesod is the referee. He refereed us this season. I've lost where we refed us. But, uh, he did, uh, Bristol City at home, he refed us um, with a 2-1 loss. Um, on, on the VAR is uh, Graham Scott and mixed mate Michael Oliver, the two VAR officials, whatever you call them. Um, so... Bear in mind, if we score, don't celebrate too much because it'll probably get chalked off for <laughs> just out being offside or somebody standing on goalkeeper's foot or something like that. So just bear that in mind when you're celebrating. Um, but Mick, in terms of performances, I suppose we're unlikely to beat Fulham. We might, but it's we're unlikely. So yeah. because of that, the performance becomes the important part. Because mm-hmm. if we look at the last three games, you know, the Middlesbrough, Sunderland and Blackburn, look, they're all really good performances as step forwards as progression. If we go whimper 4 0 to Fulham tomorrow, it's a complete joke of a performance. Then all that positivity is basically out of the window. Because, yeah, we expected to lose, but we're not getting the performance like we were almost felt like we'd promised. So we all want to win. But for me, the performance is, is really important to at least have a go and be positive. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult because, you know, he is going to make some changes. I've no doubt about that. Um, and as a consequence of that, you know, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really struggling with the FA Cup because it, it is something that I don't want any part of, to be honest with you, because right. of the... And I say this every season, don't I? But mm. this season particularly, given the position that we're in in the league, we can't afford any more injuries. You know, we don't want to... You're right, we don't want to take a massive knock to our confidence, but... It, it, yeah, the, the performance is important. But the performance is probably important for the individuals as much as it is for the team because it's going to be individuals getting an opportunity that that haven't had a chance so far this season or are looking to prove themselves having come coming back from injury to the new manager. So um, I've said absolutely nothing there, have I, really? Well, let me ask you in a slightly different way then. Yeah, because go on, then. If you're looking at for Rodham United from the outside, Rodham United is seven points adrift and they're probably going to go down this season. Hmm. Wouldn't it be nice if let's play that out and let's just see that happens? Wouldn't it be nice to hang your hat on something like a, like a win against Fulham or something? Because it, it could very well be we could lose next three games and we're twelve points adrift and realistically season's over then. But then you'd have a cup, cup a cup win or a couple of cup games to talk about to think about at the end of the season. We think well, it weren't a complete waste of time that we've gone down on thirty five points. You know what yeah, I mean? I suppose. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um... I'd sooner stay up. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, it'd be nice to go down there and win. Of course, it would. Or, or even get a draw. That'd be great. Um, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start crying if we don't. You know. Yeah, I agree. I know what you're saying. Um, Paramount uh, John says yes. I get to hear Mick have a meltdown of a VAR. Waited all season for this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, if you want us to do a podcast of about VAR. It'd be great. We could do that, but it'd just be me shouting. We tried that. <laughs> yeah, we did try it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Chelsea so that this morning we're the only team in the league not to have a penalty awarded against us and have an opposition player sent off against us. Yeah, classic Rotherham United. I, um, I, I saw that and I saw a couple of comments from because uh, because it, it was the IOC that had posted that that league table because he he loves a spreadsheet like like some of, <laughs> some of some of the some of us uh, do um, and and it's interesting because I, I a couple of the comments were you know stop stop moaning about it it's got nothing to do with why where we are. Um, but if you took the same table from the season from last season and the, the the season before that that we're in the championship, it mirrors it. It's exactly the same, you know. And and that they can that it's not a coincidence. It is not a coincidence. And we've we we we've, we've talked uh, when we were at Blackburn about some some players within our squad who are kind of perplexed about the decisions that. They've got at other clubs that they don't get here. John Hugel's an obvious example, you know, because the number of times that he goes down, if he's wearing a yellow Norwich shirt, he gets those three kicks. He gets seven, seven out of ten of them. In a Rotherham shirt, he gets none, um, and that and that trans that that appears, and the stats seem to back it up to 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 sort of transfer it across the whole team. So you know. Yeah, it's not why we're where we are, but it's an interesting stat given it's probably exactly the same stat as we've had last season and the season the last season before that in the championship. There the red some... cards are a bit out of kilter though, aren't they? The red cards are a bit much this year for us. For yeah, reasons are... we understand. Well, that, yeah, but they shouldn't have been given in the first place given the apologies yeah. that we've had after the red cards, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, anyway, anyway. Side point. Um, Jamie says he'd like to see Kieran McGuckin play. Yeah. Chris Tether says, "Will we drop Victor to the bench and keep him keep away any injuries just in case?" Yeah, there's a danger though, Joey. If you if you change it too much, you have got players going. I know some players will want a rest, but you think you're two weeks without a fixture, and that's not great. You you still need them cogs turning over. Maybe goalkeeper's a bit different, but you still want you know Hugo to play. You want Nombe to continue a bit of form. You want Klukas if he can to play to continue playing. It is important to keep as many as you can without stressing them, I think is the right, right phrase. It's not without stressing their bodies, I think. And I suspect they'll want to play because they're a premiership mm. team at a premiership ground. So you can't tell me that none of those guys will not want to play yeah. tomorrow because they'll want to show themselves in as good a light as possible. I think I agree with you, Matt. The the issue would be we can't afford to have a tonkin. Hmm. You know, we, we you know, because uh, then confidence would slide. So, you know, it, it, if we lose as long as the performance is there, I think Liam and the team would be happy. You know, I think there are going to be changes as as we've touched on previously around reintroducing people who are coming back from injury mm. and giving other people a little bit more of a breather. I mean, we can't really do that much at, in defence because we've not got that many options in defence to do chopping and changing. There is the uh, option of Victor being dropped for Dylan, um, as he has done, he did in the Carabao Cup, didn't mm. he have a couple of games yeah. in that? Didn't cover himself in any glory from what I remember, story, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if that decision was made to give uh, Victor a rest. Um, it, mm. Like you say, he does seem to be suffering with that shoulder when he's landed a mm. couple of times in the last few games. But I can't see there's going to be much room for wiggle room for the outfield players to be chopped and changed, apart from bringing people in maybe sooner rather than later uh, as subs on, rather than mm. uh, or starting some who have been subs previously. Um, but. Mm. I don't think he's got much wiggle room because we haven't got that many staff to be. <laughs> don't anybody have it. To be honest, yeah. have we? No, we haven't. No, I would play. I, I think Victor. If I'm Victor, I'm gagging to play because he's going to be busy, and yeah. he's going to put, he can put. He can put on a bit of performance. Transfer window. Who knows who might be watching? Um, mm. You know, Marco Silva might be watching and sees a good performance and might see a you know fusion of one at Fulham or something like that. Um, so if I'm Victor, I'm very, very keen to play this game. Um, but we shall wait and see with that one. Let's do predictions. We've got a few more bits to talk about after this, but let's do some predictions. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Mick, start me off. 2-1 Rotherham. 
Two on Rotherham. The game he doesn't want to win, predicting a win. <laughs> like it. Uh, Joy? 2-0 uh, Fulham. I will go 1-1. One, one. We'll, we'll take the replay, get into the draw and uh, get bad uh, at New York Stadium. <laughs> um, <laughs> John Mills, would you, would you, I think the manager use it to see some plays he hasn't used until now. That's going to bring us on to the next comment. Nick thinks 4-1 to the Millers. Uh, so does Harry. Well, Powerman's in a good mood. 6-0 to Fulham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we'll come back to them as, as they come through. So the, the talk about from today of Mimic is, I think the club have put a couple of tweets today, but one was, happy birthday to Laji Bola. Um, he's still around. Still a Rotherham player. Um, he wasn't registered, so that's why he wasn't registered by Matt Taylor, which is why he wasn't able to play. Um, he is now... I don't think he has to be registered for the FA Cup, so I think he would be free to play in that anyway. <laughs> Um, we might see Talaji Bola back in the squad tomorrow, Mick. And for me, get him back in. God, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, very, very disappointed that he's not in this, he's not been in the squad, quite frankly. Um I think it's been I think he's been very, very poorly treated uh by, by the previous manager. Um and yeah, I, I hopefully, hopefully we see him back in there. I mean, I wouldn't need a right back or a left back. Uh, well, really right back in pre-season, wasn't it? Yeah, um, we we certainly need one, and have needed one pretty much all season. Um, so, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully the new manager sees enough in him to uh, to think that he can he can do something for us. Uh, because to be to be to have been out of action for the length of time he's been out of action is criminal for me. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't even send him out on loan. No, no, no. I just I don't understand why that happened. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, we see him back in the squad. Um, certainly tomorrow night on Friday night. Hopefully, if um, if he's not going to be part of that twenty-five, then then he should definitely be there uh, for me. So we'll see. We'll see what see what Liam Richardson thinks about that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how it works in terms of league games because the squad reg- I think your squad registration reopens in January. But I don't know if you can just pop him straight back in or you have to re-register or whatever. I, I, we maybe have to look into that for the Stoke game. Um, but yeah, it, it just seems mad, Joey. But if you look back at how it happened, when, when we when we announced the squad, we announced a 24-man squad plus one youth player. We had we had to register. Matt Tillis, we had to register a 25th man. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to name nine subs. It's ironic how they named nine subs. Um, but <laughs> that was really weird that he didn't just name Talaji Bowler as the 25th man. And just have him in the squad and have him available, and we'd have had an extra body on the bench. Even if we wouldn't have brought him on, we would have almost been able to fill a bench every week. And I agree with Mick. I feel like he, he seems like he's always been there. You know, he's always available. It seems, and I feel like I just feel, I just, I just feel sorry for, for him to be honest with you, especially especially when he's not going out on loan either. Mm. I mean, he's very much been the forgotten man, hasn't he? So. Mm-hmm. Um... And and that's a shame for him because when I've seen him playing, I don't think he's, I wouldn't say he's pulled trees up, but he's not mm. been the worst player on the pitch. And no. when you look at some of the full-back performance we've had this season, who knows what he could have uh, shown us mm. instead. Uh, it, it'd be nice to see him to, tomorrow. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be averse to that. And I don't know why they didn't name in that 25th person. All I can assume mm. was they were expecting somebody else to sign on the dotted that didn't at yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. So, um, but hey-ho, fingers crossed for Talaji tomorrow for a, a late birthday present. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that would be very, very nice. Um, yeah, we've covered a few topics. People have come some questions in through Facebook, Twitter. We, we, thanks to Chris and Jack Leeson, we've covered most of those. All the Jacks will cover He's asked about where we're not strengthening the wind. We'll probably do that before the Stoke game. We've got a bit more time. But we're in the middle of the window. Um, anything else you two want to mention before we wrap up in an hour? Well, we're four days into uh, to the transfer window and Victor's still a Rotherham United player. So that's a bonus. I'm ticking each day off as it goes. Like, a, um, like, a, like an advent calendar. Yeah, like a little advent calendar. And I shall open it on the 1st of February and stuff my fat face with chocolate if he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First uh, of February, Swedish chocolate, exactly. Like a Swedish, Swedish chocolate, chocolate for the occasion. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, if we do a tra- if we do a deadline day episode, we'll get loads of Swedish chocolate, and then when the yeah. when it, when it, when the when the eleven o'clock thing goes, we'll just eat loads of chocolate. Yeah, sounds good. I'm liking it. <laughs> or is that um, Herring in Sweden? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, there we go. We will end it there. Thank you, everybody, who has been with us today. Make sure you subscribed if you haven't done already. We will be back on Sunday, back to the normal schedule now. Christmas is over, so yes. we'll be back on Sunday evening to review what could be a famous night in the FA Cup. Probably won't be, but it could be. It could be for us. Could be, yeah, could be. You know, first time we've ever been. Just admire your optimism, with. Matt. Your optimism. <laughs> it's, it's. I want some, please. <laughs> Yeah, optimism or stupidity. I can't work out which one it is yet, but we'll find out, I suppose, in 20, 24 hours or so. Remember, it's a 7.30 kickoff, everybody. Not 7.45, not 8 o'clock. It's a 7.30 kickoff. Don't know why, but it is. Um, like I said, subscribe on YouTube if you haven't done already. We will back blah, blah, blah. That's like I've just said. Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Give us a five-star rating if you haven't done already. Thank you very much, Mick, for being with us tonight. Appreciate being back. Yeah, no problem. I'll, uh, I'll try and make a better, more of an effort next time. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Enjoy. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. And up the Millers. Bye. Bye. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi. He can hit them. And he does. Adolfi! Oh! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in Rotherham. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.